Kia ora and welcome to Te Wiki o Te Reo Māori and we have, oh, just in time, just in time, Indonesian <laughs> uh, <laughs> network. I actually like to make an entrance. <laughs> yeah, well, Kristen and I, who were just sitting off screen talking and talking and talking, giving you some time to turn up and he's like, Peter's always on time. Don't know what's happened to him today. He's always on time, usually. Usually, usually. Yeah, well, wow, this is a first, Peter. So, what you want to do on Māori, mate? It's basically yeah. what it's all about today, gentlemen. It's a busy, busy week and a busy day, so thank you, gentlemen, for your time. <laughs> so, just to, just to restart that, welcome to the 12.30 session. We moved it back from 12 to 12.30, especially for the Te moment. Uh, so, I, I honestly, I wasn't quite sure if we were meant to all be getting on like a Facebook Live or something, or... What we did, so I think the thing was we meant to speak to Reo Māori at that point, so I did and recorded a little message of me sitting in the bush with my dog. I did the dog walk between 10.30 or 11 o'clock and now. Um, and here we are at our session, which is with the Nisian Network, uh, Peter Pirahi and Kristen Harper. Welcome, gentlemen. So please um, introduce yourselves, and then we'll get on to the Nisian Network. Cool, boy. Peter. Where you go, Kristen, since you were first here? <laughs> Uh, kia ora koutou, ko Kristen Harper tōku ingoa, ko Auraki tōku maunga, ko Waimakeridi tōku awa, ko Takitimu tōku waka, ko Ngaitahu tōku iwi. Uh, ko Upsol, Arawa ko the Nisian Network tōku mahi, and uh, Ryan, thank you very much for the opportunity to um, yeah, join today. Uh, what you've got set up for the week for Te Wiki o Te Māori is, looks pretty awesome and uh, pretty humble to be part of it. Peter, I can't grab your leg on this one. <laughs> no, you can't. Kia ora i te whanau, te hei wā mauri ora. Ko mona i te maunga, ko te reinga prao o te moana, ko waikato te awa, ko nga toki mata whaurua, me te nui arangi, me tainui nga waka, ko takihiwa i te whenua, ko takihiwa i me kaitumutumu me paporotu te marae, ko rangi ora me kaitumutumu me tūpuna whare, Ko patu harakia ki te hapu, ko ngā puinui tonu me tainui te iwi, ko te kai whakahaere i taku mahi, ko te patu media me te Nisian Network, ko taku mahi, ko Peter Piri i toku ingoa. So, nō reira, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou katoa. Kia ora, Ryan. Kia ora, te rai ona. Oh, I like that, mate. And kia ora i te whanau in regards to whoever's tuning in and... I've been actually having a bit of a bit of a look see this morning in regards to the esteemed leaders and speakers that you had before us, mm. um, and also their corridor in regards to what they uh, what to work with the Maori needs to them. So, um, kia ora, Copley. Thank, thank you. And um, what I what I picked up is I heard you talk about the Waimakariri, which is the South Island. Um, I heard Ooh. you about. Yeah, yeah, we used to cross that river, and that was the river that <laughs> mum and dad always used to tell us as we're kids in the uh, Cortina back in the 80s, traveling to Nana's and uh, Christchurch from Dunedin. Um, oh. That's some, you know, one of the most dangerous pieces of water in New Zealand, and um, you know, the, the man went missing there. So you, I think you had to hold your breath over the bridge as a sign of respect, was the thing we did as a family. But um, coming back to you two, the bits and pieces, because you talked about the Tainui Waka and your pipiha. Uh, so what I want you to do is deconstruct it a little bit in English for all the people that don't understand it because I think over the previous um, um, multi-language weeks over the years there have been apps that helped you do your pepeha and there have been different bits and pieces. But since then, 
I've learned mm -hmm. from Joe Bartlett that if you're not actually Maori like myself, then I can't use the traditional Maori um, way of expressing a pepeha because I'm not of this land. So my pepeha actually relates to my whakapapa in Ireland, um, for example. So take us through your, each of yours. Let's go back to you, Kristen, to start with. And, and take us through your pepeha, because this is an introduction of yourself, mm. connecting you to your people, your land, whakapapa, your genealogy, yeah. uh, the mountain river, marae, I think I heard as well. Um, so, yeah, here's the intro. Give us the... Cool, uh, the, yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. thank you, Ryan. So, uh, Ngaita, who is my iwi, so Ngaita, who would be the largest uh, tribe in the South Island, <clears throat> and um, Wai Makarevi, as you know, is... Um, just one of the main one of the main rivers so that that's that's our awa uh takitumu is our is our waka and um auraki tokumanga so auraki mount cook oh, let's get the cat of the way auraki mount cook is is our um, is our whanau, um, a mountain and it's really funny you know talking about uh te wiki or te maori like um when i was at high school probably one of the only ones in my whanau that's really i actually learnt uh did, did maori when i was at high school and Back then, it was um, more of I, I didn't think I'd ever use it. And I guess as I've got older and when I've moved to Auckland and been part of the Māori Business Network up here and been, been around some of the networks that I have been, that's become more important to me. Um, you know, uh, Peter and I actually spoke about this last year and I'd actually, uh, probably about six months ago before lockdown, I'd actually put my name down at Te Wananga o Aotearoa to actually learn how to speak te reo. Like, I understand some of it. I understand my whānau side of it as well and uh, my, my whakapapa actually had a very good friend of mine take me through that quite a wee while ago and he actually explained where a lot of our whānau were from, who were related to um, what has actually happened in our, in our whānau which, which is really interesting because we've, we've had that whakapapa there for years but nobody's ever read it so uh, as, as I've got a wee bit older it's just you know the Māori side, my Māori side has become really important for me and even more so, you know, with the Asian network and with my own business and how I conduct myself in business is is a very Māori way, you know, with the values, um, you know, and, and it's all about relationships. So as as into speaking more about it, I will speak to what I know. So if I stop, um, then generally they, they, I won't know too much more and I don't want to be speaking about stuff I don't know too much about. But no, I'll leave that up to Peter. That's what we're asking of everybody. So, for example, this morning... And um, Faya Mahuta talked mm. about the fact that she learned te reo at university. No. Um, but by contrast, her son is um, growing up through. Uh, Kurukaupapa. That's what I was trying to say. I was trying to get the first. I had KU in mind, but Kurukaupapa. Um, and then on the kiwa with his poor Tamariki and his um, co fire. I looked up grandmother, you see. I looked, no, mother. His co fire. Just a um, nanny. Say nanny. nanny. Oh, nanny. <laughs> no, we're talking to you. I understand where you're Don't expect that out of you. Come on. We've got to be on game today. Um, okay, so now over to you, uh, Peter. You um, take a and, um, by the, and wrap in your trio journey as well. Copy. Um, my manai, my, my manga is situated in um, the Whangarei Harbour, so at the tip of Whangarei Harbour, which is uh, Manga Manaya. Um, so that's primarily where I was brought up. Um, Ko Te Rengaprawa Te Moana is the, is the sea that obviously connects that particular area up there. 
um, and also Waikato Te Awa. So obviously the the Waikato River um, down in Tainui. Uh, that's from my father's side. Um, my waka, there's three waka that I actually fuck up back to. Uh, Nga Toki Matafaurua e me Tunuyarangi um, are the two waka from up home, from up in Titai Tokiro. Um, and also the Tainui is the other waka from um, from down in Tainui in the Waikato Rohi. Um, the marae that I was brought up on is called uh, Takehiwai. Takehiwai is a very is a um, is a settlement, a mighty settlement um, at the at the face of the Whangarei Harbour, um, situated by the oil refinery One Tree Point Uruakaka Waipu areas. Um, so that's where I was born and bred. I was farmed by my grandmother from birth right up until she passed. Um, so that's primarily where I where, where my roots primarily lie. Um, and also my I have three marae that I fuck up papa back to. So Takihiwai is one of them. Uh, Kaitumutumu and Papa Rotu is the other marae. Um, my hapu that I that I grew up in in, in, in the small settlement of Ruakaka or Takihiwai uh, is Patuharakiki. Um, so that is a uh, a small settlement, um, obviously south thirty kilometers south of Whangarei, um, where I was born and bred and raised by my grandmother. Um, then also my two iwi that I I fuck up papa back to from my both from my mother's side and also from my father's side, uh, Ngāpui Nui Tōnu and uh, Tainui Tiwi. Um, and my, my real journey primarily started when I was a very, at a very, very young age, um, and then it stopped. Um, the reason why it stopped is that uh, it was because of my grandmother. So she was the matriarch and patriarch of our whānau, um, and she was the be-all and end-all as far as I was concerned, um, especially when I was growing up. Um, I then, uh, that, that stopped in when I was about eight years of age, and then it, it kind of continued between there and me going back to my mother. Um, so I didn't go back to my mother until I was approximately 11 or 12 years of age. And the reason being is because of the fact that my grandmother had a, um, had a agreement with her best friend. Um, and she had a moko at the same time, um, who I regard as my brother, um, and his name is Vincent Nicholas. So he's of Samoan and Māori descent. Um, and she was in the same position. She was bringing up her moko at the same time, same age. So ideally, we got brought up together. I do have two younger brothers and a sister. Um, and they are, even though we have different fathers, they are, we are brother and sister. We are forever intertwined and we share the same whakapapa as far as I'm concerned. Um, but Vincent Nicholas is, is primarily my other brother. So um, my, my real journey then started to begin uh, a little bits and pieces at high school. Um, and then obviously when I moved to Auckland and I got into the media, television and film game, um, it stopped again. So I then rekindled that particular aroha for te reo Māori um, later on in life. Um, and then, don't get me wrong, I'm not a fluent speaker, so I'll never, I'll never come across as being fluent, but I do my best to... Um, uh, to promote te reo Māori as much as I possibly can, especially if it's anything to do with tikanga Māori, te ao Māori, kaupapa Māori, I'm all in. Kia ora. Kia ora. Thank you very much. And, um, you know, it's, I think it's going to be a um, repeated story. Uh, it's like you two, where people who uh, have come in and out of uh, te reo Māori throughout their life versus those who, um, so with Kiwa, he spoke of his mum being native, but himself being fluent, because right. English was his first language. All these, all these different, um, I guess, uh, approaches or ways, and um, this talks back to the history and why actually 
uh, this week exists. You know, uh, the moment of uh, the moment for Trio uh, at twelve o'clock today was to commemorate right. the thirty thousand signatures that were handed to Parliament in nineteen seventy-two to recognise and revitalise Te Reo uh, Māori. Hence, that that shows that uh, somewhere along the lines, uh, it didn't carry on as it would naturally be expected to. Right. And there's a lot of stories coming out, um, and I don't know if you ha have any in your family, um, but uh, one I've told a few times about uh, Barry Miller, um, when I asked him to help me learn te reo, and he talked about his mother being beaten, and therefore he wouldn't even teach him te reo Māori. She could still speak it, but from the experience of being traumatised as a kid, uh, beaten at school, uh, she wouldn't speak it. Mm, so, yes. yeah, and that's what it's all about. So today is about encouraging, or this whole week is about encouraging people to get into Te Reo Māori. So let's come on to the Nisian Network, because that is encouraging uh, Te Reo Māori, among other things. So share with us and everybody uh, about the Nisian Network. Peter? <laughs> My perspective on the Nisian Network is a collaboration and connection of Māori and Pacifica business, bro. That's basically yeah. it. Um, I remember when I was at Māori Television, we were working on a kaupapa in and around um, uh, wanting to connect Pacifica back to Pacifica whānau back to um, their roots back home. So we're trying to come up with individual half-hour slots of connecting that particular kaupapa with you know, Pacifica business and so forth, because I feel that um, there are multi business networks and there are Pacifica business networks. There were never a connection between the two. And I was thinking, why don't we actually do something like that? And I had a conversation last year with a good friend of ours, um, Ray, uh, Raymond Mackay at Run. And, um, and then I also had another conversation with Kristen. And then, um, and then he was thinking along the same lines. And then we decided hey, why not get together and, and put something together that would actually connect both uh, Māori and Pacifica, Pākehi together, so they can connect and collaborate and do business with the, amongst each other, right? And, and then grow it from there. Um, and then, obviously, our other two founders, um, India Beckman-Flay and also Stanley Henry, jumped on board. Um, so we all come from, obviously, Māori. I'm Māori, so is Kristen, um, Māori Pākehi. Um, and India's, India's a little bit different. She has... Um, uh, different cultures, Maori, Maori, <laughs> yeah, and um, European, but a different kind of European. I, to be honest with you, I, I forget. But she is, um, she's very well intertwined in, in Tikanga Maori as well. And then obviously you got Stanley Henry, who is uh, yeah, brilliant. Well, look, um, one of the things, um, like if we can if we can touch on the, the sensitivities a little bit because right. what we do is bring out the positive empowering story as a result of it, right? right. So if I go back to um, when Inu Akare Mara Sala Thompson and Ilya Chan from My River Trust first came to um, AFQY, and I I have to be honest, I turned up in in, um, in hoodies. And in their LinkedIn profile, they have shirts and ties on. And um, when well, anyone does, it's like if someone comes along and they're wearing glasses, but they don't have glasses in their profile photo, I'd just get thrown for a six and didn't know them. But um, when they first walked in, I was like, oh, sorry, who are you? And they're like, Ryan, it's us. And I was like, yes, <laughs> lots of people know who I am, but I don't know who you are. And they're like, Ryan, we've been chatting on LinkedIn for ages. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and um, I was about to do the, 
are you security? And um, they get that all the time, right? And, oh, they're uh, big boys. They're big boys. Yeah, but they're two two owners of a piece of technology, an AFQY is a technology event. And this is where I'm going with this because it happens uh, it happens a lot, right? And they got it. They were finalists of the high tech awards, and someone asked them if they were security at the event, and they're like, "No, we want to." And they're like, "Oh, right." Um, and what are, what this sort of area, and I'll I'll loosely combine all these words is um, with a dominant culture being Pakeha, um and a range of racism from what's been called social racism to just plain racism um, and the colonization of Māori and the treatment of uh, Pacific Island if you go back to the dawn raids and um, right. you know, there's just been like, a, like I think if we put the elephant on the table, um, there is like a division or separation through things like racism um, stereotyping, expectations, etc., and um, you know, when the one of the things when you started needing network, and I saw it all coming together, and I was like, "This is cool. I want to be a part of it." Um, and then there's sort of discussion around, "Well, yeah, okay." And you said, "Yeah, come along." But um, you know, it, one of the things I thought was, "Is there is there any truth to my thinking that it's a place?" for Māori and Pacific to grow confidence and not be treated like security when they are the business owner. Yeah, an interesting take. And um, it's funny because when we did first start it, there was a, um, I guess, there was a conversation that was had, which was around, we had a few people saying, you know, is this going to be specifically Māori or Pacifica or are we going to invite everybody into it? And, you know, as a team, we, we, we spoke about that in a bit of length. And the way we look at it was like, yes, it is, it's going to be mainly Māori and Pacifica, but if there's anybody else that wants to contribute to Māori and Pacifica, then, then absolutely we'll be open to it. Because I think sometimes you have some of these networks that can, can be sort of quite exclusive, and we never wanted to that to be exclusive. Yes, there is opportunities for Māori and Pacifica, and because... Obviously, we've had experience over the years, even when I first started up my uh, first business and I went through Te Puni Kokiri. And as a salesperson, I really I really push and I really look for things, but I think a lot of people don't. And what Peter said before with, um, you know, the, the, the Māori and the Pacifica networks is that everybody sort of works in their silos. So we wanted to be that, that conduit between all of those networks because New Zealand's a small place. We don't need to be competing with others. You know, it's about uplifting each other. Mm. And to get back onto to your, I guess, your point around, I guess, these are systemic sort of judgments within those races, we're, we're trying to take the conversation away from that. Well, I, I feel we've tried to take it away from that and not just leave it, this is just this and just that. You know, yeah. people that are coming along, we're really putting it into, let, let's, let's keep it about them and, and, and about that value. And over the years, I've been part of other networks as well, and being a half-cast, I've sort of been in both worlds. I've, I've, I've heard what these people are saying, and I've heard what these people are saying. And it's been, been really interesting, and even being part of a, I won't say which network it is, but it has a lot of, um, you, you've heard of some of the networks that are, they call the stale pale male approach, and, that, and it intimidates a lot of people, especially, you know, people who, who are Indigenous backgrounds or, you know, especially if it's, there's not a lot of female. 
Uh, and when I was talking to going to some of their network meetings, I was just saying I'm part of Faraki, part of the Māori business network and have been for a number of years. And the interesting thing they always come back is that we want to, you know, a lot of these people are saying we want to be, we want to work with Māori businesses. We just don't really know how to engage. That was one of the biggest things that came back. But you're right, there is, I wouldn't say sort of racism, but but there is sort of, and we're, we're trying to take it away from that because we're being part of these different networks. I know it's a long answer to it probably hasn't fully answered your question, but I'm, I guess trying to continue. No, no, well, any, any answer is your answer, and that's more than fine, right? So um, one of the things, um, you use the word, word half-cast, right? Mm. And um, you're more than welcome to use any language you wish, but I wanted to tackle that also in the sense mm. that when, mm. when Kate Daly, the head of BNZ, was talking at an event around whistleblowers and totally different mm. But my question to her from the audience was, um, you're trying to encourage people to do right. How will you ever encourage anyone to do right when you call them whistleblower? It's a, it's a name for someone who's done something wrong. Why don't you call them truth tellers? So when you said um, half-cast, it twigged in my mind as well because I don't think I've really heard it, except for now, um, used in a, in a positive way. And... Um, you know, just sort of made me think, you know, it's an exact, not necessarily that that word needs it, but maybe other words need it. We're mm. changing from, change it from where this is what we could, the status quo, mm. to something where it embodies the um, benefit of knowing both worlds. Mm. But um, to come back to it, we'll get, Peter, your, your um, thoughts on the Indonesian network, because, um, well, sorry, before we do that, how to engage, right? So mm. when I came to the Indonesian network and it was a rare thing for me that I was the odd one out and I was being respectful, but I also wasn't sure, right? Because everyone, because this is what I love about Māori and Pacific culture, everyone was laughing and butting in and interrupting and ah, it was, it's so much fun, right? It's not mm. fail. And I was like, oh, I want to, but then I was like, oh, shit, am I going to be like the the white guy trying to you know be part of something you know am i interrupting my I, I just be shut up in the and stay in the background and it made me wonder if that's what it can feel like um if you are maori and pacific and a stale pale you know male uh, stale pale um sort of scenario mm -hmm. hence why i ask the question does it you know, does it give the um confidence like especially if you're starting out in business man like i was freaking mm -hmm. out the first three years i was in business um, and just to get more context, there was a post from a woman um, who was, I think it was last year at Māori Language Week, um, and there's a big event in the capital, um, in, the, in the basin. And um, oh no, no, I think it might, well, whatever it was, but um, she made the comment that her son, her ten-year-old son, said, "Mum, for the first time, I look around and I feel like I don't feel like I'm the odd one out here." Hmm. And it was in relation to being uh, mouldy. And it was like, yeah, shit. The only time I've ever felt like that was when I was in the train station of Singapore. And I was literally one of two white faces, my brother, the other one. And we stood out because we were head and shoulders above everybody else. And I just seemed like I was, had no idea what I was doing. So, so yeah, back to you, Peter. So, in terms of the Asian network, um, the, the intended co-popper. Um, of what you're looking to achieve and drive there? Um, as I expressed before, um, it's all about we're trying to grow each other's businesses as best as we possibly can and with the tools that we obviously have. 
Um, we have a huge amount of networks individually from WASP4, but what we're currently doing is that we've pivoted because of the fact that obviously because of the pandemic and so forth, but we've actually um, encouraged other business owners to come on deck with us and uh, broaden their ideas or promote their ideas to try and grow the network in a different area. Um, we feel that, yes, the, the Zoom events actually did really well and they served its purpose. Mm. Um, but now, because of the advent of, of COVID and hopefully, fingers crossed, that we go down a couple of levels so we can actually get back to seeing each other, kanui, kita kanui, um, we feel that, that the live events are a lot more feasible for us moving forward. Um, and also on top of that, allowing other people to come on board and um, express their ideas and their matauranga, their knowledge, to be able to actually uh, share with some of the other businesses as well. Because there's four of us, don't get me wrong, obviously there's the, us four, the four founders, but um, we're not just about us four. We're, we're about um, building our, our four to, I don't know, 10, maybe 20, um, or other business owners that we feel that they can offer some, some sort of knowledge and some sort of advice so therefore, they can obviously build some other businesses that they've actually had the opportunity to actually be aligned with. And, and so, do you, sorry, so just to um, go on with, with what you're saying, so in order for us to grow, we're not in a rush to grow it. You know, one of the first conversations we had about the Nisian Network is that we drive this from value. We drive this from, you know, help helping the audience because we know that opportunities will come as a result of that. And, um, you know, coming out of COVID, it is now, you know, looking at, you know, get it, let's get that consensus and let's see how we really grow this so it's going to go grow long term. But we're, mm. we're not in a rush to really try and push and do it and go, we need to do this and we need to do that. That's why we're getting uh, some of our other members that have been part of it since from the start and going, how does this look? Let's create this together. So rather than us, yeah, as Peter was saying, uh, uh, rather than us for just creating it, is getting a bit of a consensus and then and then just growing it from there. And it's yeah it's been um it's been it's been bloody good man it's, de it's definitely been for me personally has really helped me grow as a person and and my business but also with each four of us we've really pushed and encouraged each other as well to achieve our own our own sort of greatness our own um, success in businesses by helping each other out and this is what we want to create for our for our audience this is what mm. we, want, we want to create not a for our network is um, being around like-minded people where we can really help each other, leverage each other to be really successful. Mm. Yeah, that sounds really cool. You know, like I, I enjoy um, the concepts that you're talking about and reflecting on, you know, AFQY. Mm. Um, you know, I, I sort of did the similar at the beginning and um, had these what are called town halls mm. where people um, offer ideas and talk and all the rest of it. But um, quite often, quite often, this is something I don't know how you deal with it. You maybe you don't have to deal with it, but um, everyone wanted to take my walker in a different direction rather than getting on the walker and paddling the same direction. So it got a bit difficult, and um, uh, maybe that maybe that talks to the um, uh, to something else. Mm. But, I, I guess I've tried to keep that a wee bit smaller and then added a wee bit of context. So these are the, some of the things that we're thinking them, and then not leaving it right open for everybody to go like this, but actually saying, these are the ideas that we're thinking. Mm. How can we sort of, so we're still helping direct that yeah, to, mm. to make sure we're getting that. But also I think the biggest thing is just for us, it's just not rushing. And I think the fact that we've all got 
you know, our own sort of successful businesses working, we're not in a rush to do that because we want this to be a long, sustainable thing. We we know that uh, through our other networks that it's you know it's definitely got legs. But um, yeah, we, we want to be doing it in the right way as well. The long game, Tiraiona. Yeah, the long game. But in saying that, just to add on on what um, what Kristen said is that um, yeah, there's there's we've had some pretty robust conversations over the last couple of weeks, to be honest. Mm. Um, and even with each other. With, yeah, I mean, we've met with the other. We're like bringing in the other um, the other businesses in and and getting their their knowledge and advice and so forth in regards to where Nisha Network needs to head and what direction that we need to need to follow. So, uh, like Kristen said, long game. Um, we're in it for the long term mm. um, because I, I actually do, I definitely want to see Maori and Pacifica businesses grow and, and work with each other rather mm. than this network being here and this network being here and there's no collaboration, right? So, um, and that's basically where I see. Well, um, one of the guests that's on later this week, uh, Nakora Naropa, um, there's an article that came out um, last week about what he's doing. Um, Barry Suter, who's also another guest. Mm. Hi. Not name dropping for this name, taking name dropping, and but they're all, all gear. Um, but I, 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 you I say Chris and Harper, like who? <laughs> <laughs> I follow Nikora. I follow Nikora stuff, man. He's doing some outstanding money. Yeah. So they have a, a collective where a range of businesses all work together. Um, right. And I'm just trying to remember the article, but we'll be talking about it in a session. Um, but it, yeah, sounds sounds along the lines where that was that was part of what AFQI was meant to be. And I think, to be honest, AFQI's lost its way a little bit in that sense where it's... Oh, yeah? Because um, it was... Yeah, it was always, pretty honest. Hey? Was, it, was it right? It's been pretty honest. Well, um, in the sense that it was meant to be focused about like-minded people and keeping it sort of tight and organic. You know, I did get up to 200 um, pretty early on, like 10 years ago, and then brought it back to smaller numbers. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like that um, that, that uh, bitch between not, not, the bit, not bitch. There was a mis mispronunciation. The bit between <laughs> the bit between um, it getting bigger and uh, actually, as it got bigger, keeping it on track for its purpose. Oh. So, um, you know, for the example, the last one, the, the one that we had, there's 300 people and six people um, broke in without tickets. And I say broke in because they, I caught all of them and said, hey. Where's your ticket? And they went, oh, I'm, I've got a ticket. I said, show it to me. And they're like, oh, um, it's in the system. I couldn't I couldn't get it out. Um, I said, that's because it's on the wait list and you don't have a ticket and we've got an official fire rating and you are not able to be here. I have to ask you to leave for legal safety purposes. Yeah, One 25-year-old man run off into the crowd like a teenager so they didn't have to leave. <laughs> but this is... Mate, the funny, the funny thing about you, Ron, is that you know everybody, you know every single name, you know the faces. There'd be yeah. no other network or somebody who would know that many. You could point it all out. That's why you could spot yeah. it. I think most other networks would not be able to. You know, even yeah. if they had fifty, wouldn't be able to do that. But you, you've and just the, got this. Yeah, remember that first AFQY event we came through, and you actually, yeah. you actually just blasted out everyone's name that was in the room. Yeah, I can't I like, that. Shoot. How do you do that? Oh that's God. all i can do though <laughs> I, I, i'd love to have that talent bro so when i can teach you it's a it's a learnable i'd never be i never used to be able to do it it's completely teachable and when i do networking oh, wow. training i i train people my process and we have a record of nine and a half out of ten and i say half because the the one that he missed i think he said sally and it was sarah so he had the sa right but this didn't have the end right 
So it's completely teachable. And it's just like anything, it's a muscle you've got to exercise regularly for it to get better. But That's hey, we're just over the one o'clock. So um, we, we are either going to delay our session with Tealmaker um, so that we can go and find out what's happening. Oh, just jump to him with us. There's a Tealmaker next. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't worry about yep. that. Yeah. I'll, I'll share the link. You can jump in if you want. But I think it's going to be COVID uh, announcement now. So I've chatted to him while we've been talking about maybe we okay. postpone it in half an hour so we can all see the COVID. But okay. um, before we go there, because I think we know what's going to happen, um, people are going to break the rules. Government's going to allow it and move it down, and and yeah, it's just never going to feel very tight at all. But let's mm. focus on the Asian network. When is the next event? I would love to personally attend. I think it would be great fun to come to an in-person one after being at the online one. And um, there's... Kanohi, kanohi, kite, kanohi. Face-to-face, face-to-face. Kanohi, kite, kanohi. Kapoe, That's primarily where we want to be. Because at the end of the day, you, you know, you, you forge those relationships with people face-to-face. This type of thing, obviously, we've had to adapt yeah. Um, to Zoom Hui and, and Microsoft Teams Hui and so forth, or Zui as everyone's been calling them as of late. But yeah, we can't beat that. Yeah. yeah. I, I so, believe it might be either this will depend on the, the outcome of today's um, announcement. Yeah. I think that one was booked in with Air New Zealand for the end of this month and may now be the start of next month. We've just got to see how things play out. That's really what's been stopping it. But um, yeah, next one. Hopefully is, and I, I hope I haven't spoken out of team by Sanity in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> have now. Everyone knows uh, now, Kristen. <laughs> you heard it here first. Hey, here's an offer. <laughs> you got the scoop. But, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely let you know when it is, but um, we're looking forward to getting back together because, um, uh, yeah, mm. you can only do so much of this. It's cold, so, but um, I like seeing real people. Hey, cool. Ryan, I really, really love the quarter law this morning, Murray. Um, mm. Nanae Mahuta, Kiwa, Kiwa Hammond. I love their kōrero, especially when they had whānau around them. Yeah. Kōrero. Mm. Yep. Well, thank you very much, team. And um, Awesome. Thank you, Ron. It's the AFQY on the 20th of October uh, coming your way. It'd be great to have you back. And um, hopefully I can come to uh, the next, whenever it is, Nisian Network, which will sound like Absolutely. it's taken off at Air New Zealand. So congratulations, team. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, kia ora, Ron. Kia ora, Peter. Kia ora, Ron. Kia ora. 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 Kia ora